Hey, and welcome to Room C125, uh, recorded in Room C125 at Maple Avenue Middle School. We're an ELA classroom, and we are podcasting. Today's episode is about poetry. Hi, and welcome to Room C125, the podcast that is recorded in Room C125 at Maple Avenue Middle School. Today we have Lily C. and Anna S., and they are bringing a poem to me. What is the poem title? Our poem is titled Sick by Shel Silverstein. Oh, Shel Silverstein. Have you read any Shel Silverstein before? Um, a little bit, not too much. Mostly just his Runny Babbitt book. I have that. Um, I used to read them a lot when I was little. They're really children poems, you know. So did you feel like this was a poem for kids too? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So we have the author. We have the title. Um, I'm going to just read a little piece of it. I have maybe seen this one before because I've read a lot of Shel Silverstein too. Um, but I, I haven't reread it in a long time. So we'll just read a little bit. I cannot go to school today, said little Peggy Ann McKay. I have the measles and the mumps, a gash, a rash, and purple bumps. My mouth is wet. My throat is dry. I'm going blind in my right eye. My tonsils are as big as rocks. I've counted 16 chicken pox. And there's one more that's 17. And don't you think my face looks green? So obviously this is about, from just the small part that I read, this is about somebody not wanting to go to school. So before we get into the meaning to you, were there any words you thought that were confusing in the poem, words you had to look up? Well, a little, uh, a little later in the poem, it mentions the instamatic flu, which we assumed was part of a sickness, but we weren't sure quite what. But it was a type of measles, a contagious viral disease marked by distinct red spots. Oh. So kind of like chicken pox, I Oh, okay. So it was really a type of flu? Um. I'm not sure because oh, when okay. I looked it up, all that came up was the poem excerpt. I had to like look really hard. Oh, okay. So I'm honestly not sure if he made it up, but that's what he's. He, he's made up a lot of things. Yeah. So I so feel like that might, he was making it seem kind of cool. Did you did you do any work with the having to look anything else up? Not really. Okay. All right. So there weren't a lot of words that confused you. Not really. Okay. And probably because the level of this poem is for kids, so they yeah. want they don't want them to be confused by it. Um, did you notice, and we're, we're going to talk about literary terms, but did you notice specifically simile, metaphor, symbolism? Well, there was a, where is it? Simile. And it said, my tonsils are as big as rocks. So. Okay. So what's that? What, tell me the comparison in that for simile. Like, so what, what two things are they comparing? Um, her tonsils and the rocks. Okay, so as big as rocks, which is kind of a fun, interesting comparison because some rocks are really small. So do you think they're saying that these tonsils are big or small? Pretty big. Okay, so they're comparing them probably like big things. Okay. Yeah. I, tonsils as rocks are pretty bad. That would be terrible. Any other literary terms you want to talk about? Anything you noticed that was in there that you were like, huh, that's on purpose? Um, well, we weren't sure if like, it was on purpose, but he uses consonants to say a gash, a rash, and purple bumps. Okay, so that repeated sh at the end. Yeah, yep. a lot of that time is it, it's done for sound, you know, repetitive yeah. sound. Okay, anything from you? Anything else? Um, we found that a lot of imagery in it, but one example is, "Don't you think my face looks green?" That's that's really good imagery. Yeah, Shel Silverstein 
again, because it's for kids, a lot of imagery, they want the kids to be able to see these pictures. So what do you think the author's trying to tell? What message is he sending to us? What story is he telling? We don't honestly know if there's really a story. <laughs> it kind of sounded like it was more just to entertain kids. Okay. But I don't know. It, it's kind of like relatable. I'm sure every kid's kind of wished to do this at some point. So I don't know if there's really a meaning, though, like a deep meaning. Well, um, I don't know that there was a lot of deep meaning for the poetry of Shel Silverstein. Yeah. I think that there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of like hooks, which means like, like he uses rhyme really awesomely. Kids love rhyme. So look at, I don't know if you did the rhyme scheme on this yet on your, on your sheet, but there's a lot of rhyme scheme going on in this poem. And a lot of that is just that it makes things like really sound like interesting to kids. So that might be part of it too. He's just wanting, to, he just wants to express a story about a kid who didn't want to go to school. That might be it. Poetry tells stories, right? So sometimes it does. Sometimes it symbolizes things. I don't think this doesn't seem just looking it over. Like there's like some big symbolism, like, oh, disease means maybe disease is talking about, you know, some big thing in the world, like war, disease is symbolizing war. I don't think he's doing that. Um, but there does seem to be a good amount of literary terms in there. So uh, let's see what else we have. What do you, we, oh, we did that one. What is going on? Oh, so this is kind of a newer thing that I gave the class where we talked about kind of researching the time period around when Shel Silverstein lived um, or re things in his life. So what did you find out about his life or the time period? Well, um, he was a political cartoonist in okay. the Korean War. He did cartoons for, I don't remember the name. I think it was the Pacific something. I have to find it. Okay. Um, I don't know where it is. That's okay. Oh, good. There's an announcement during our first podcast. You heard it here live. Joseph Anderson has to go to the main office right now while we're podcasting. I hope he goes. <laughs> it's okay that you don't have the name of the place, but, um, so he was a political cartoonist. Tell me, did, did you do some of the research on this too? Um, yeah, I mean, he did like a lot of cartoons during that time. Have you seen any of his cartoons? No, we didn't look at him. You didn't that. look at him? Yeah, we okay. didn't really like do too deep. But he did um his first cartoons for Playboy magazine. Whoa. Okay. Now here's what's weird. He wrote kid poems. Don't you think that's kind of weird? Why yeah. do you think he chose to do like such a different things? I'm not sure. Maybe he like started out with the Playboy magazine, but then realized that he wanted to do more like fun kid based stuff. Okay. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Any any thoughts? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, when you read the poem, right? You you mm -hmm. looked at poetry.org and you read the poem and you were thinking about choosing it. What made you choose it? What let, let's not even get to the how did it make you feel. Let's why did you choose this over a million other poems? Um, well, we were just like looking at a bunch and we wanted to choose one that was like kind of funny. Oh, okay. All right. So that's, that was funny. So did it make you feel like a kid when you were reading it? Kind of. It just kind yeah. of made me, like, laugh, really. It's not meant to be serious, which I like. Yeah, it's just, like, funny. Okay. Um, what's your favorite line? Can you let you – this is not a question that's on the list, so um, you can look right now. Do you have a favorite line? Well, 
I like some of the lines that are just completely exotic. Like it says, my hip hurts when I move my chin, my belly button's caving in, <laughs> which it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> and I found that fun. There's like a lot of imagery in there too, yeah. which is kind of gross imagery if you look at it. <laughs> Um, I mean, like, all the lines are funny, but I think I agree, like, the my hip hurts when I move my chin, my belly button's caving. Yeah. And I feel like that would make little kids giggle, too, like, just thinking of the imagery of that. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, those are all the questions I have about your poem. And that was the first podcast in the Room C125 podcast. So thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>